I love you guys. Thank you so much for sending a slice of the Space Coast to me once a week over here in San Antonio, Texas. So, are you just going to ask me questions and I can answer it and then we'll go from there? And you can edit out anything that makes me look stupid. I'll think about your pretty smile Or if I say something really messed up that needs to be gone. A lot of times I look at you and I feel clean. I don't I don't call no girls in the middle like of the night. Now. You got the wrong number. Definitely. You like the Foo Fighters? No. It's a Friday night in his golf cart. You know, just because you tell us that we have to. It's so fun, though. But, yeah. It is. It is. I'm enjoying it. It's been fun not working. So. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Um, Brent killed it for that dinner, too. So, like, chaos is happening. We're watching... Yeah. Mar- was it Mario? Oh, yeah. No, well, yeah. Or he had something else we were watching, some dance thing. Oh, yeah. He's, he's into dancing now. And he's good, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, his videos are hilarious, by the way. I got like another gigabyte of yeah, storage so space. Meanwhile, gone. that the whole time Scott's there, my son has his phone and is recording. He the takes my phone when I walk in the door. Thing. Yeah. So it's like he's got probably an hour and 30 minute long video. He just walks around and does like all special video. He's all about it. Like he's going to be one day, he's going to have his own TV show or he's going to be programming some TV show or he's going to be like doing some YouTube yeah. channel. I'm telling you. He's about it. My So my oldest son, Declan, you know, he's on the spectrum and trying to figure out like what he likes and is into is crazy because he goes all in on something. And like it's it, the obsession is so real and so intense. And it's all the time that it's like it like for, for the long time, it, air conditioners have kind of taken over the power lines <laughs> for a long time. It was power lines. Now it's air conditioners like no joke. We cannot go to a building unless he finds out where the air conditioner is located and make sure it's working. Wow. Yeah. So, like, if it's on the roof, he has to be able to take a picture and look. So now my camera roll is pictures next to air conditionings with him and, like, just a regular <laughs> Neat. Like yep. a Fox Lake Park or yeah. something. Like, oh, there's one. <laughs> That's cool. But now he's getting into some dance videos, which makes me happy because he's actually moving instead of just, like, sitting in his room and watching these videos he's recorded a thousand times, you know, over and over. So now... Now, hopefully, dancing will take over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no doubt, right? I don't know. It's so crazy. Kids That's cool. Back. That's neat. Yeah. It, it really is fun. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be using a little bit of that. But So it's been a couple weeks. and Oh, uh, yeah. And Brent cooked. Uh, you were saying Brent was cooking oh, the ribeyes. Yeah. Were they the ribeyes? It was ribeyes. He had, like, uh, grilled huge, big old mushrooms. Zucchinis. Uh, zucchini. Squash. Squash. Yummy. Everything. It was the, per- the perfect yeah. dinner. It was really it's good. perfect dinner. But that's how it is every night. It's like just craziness, and then Brent's just back there cooking, doing his thing. He Nothing phases him. Makes it happen. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it really is. That was a good steak. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what happened to your? Uh, you, you're injured. Oh yeah, Something I happened? fractured my tailbone. Is that fully broken? Oh, he said fractured. What, I think fully broken. What does Brent like, think? Oh, Brent, I'm sure thought he. He's like, oh, you must have just bruised it. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you right now. This is a pain like I've never felt. 
Like I can't, I can't fucking roll over in bed. <laughs> like it hurts. <laughs> and like he's just Getting like, the bed. oh, she, she's just making it up. Kind of, I, no, I don't think he really thought I was making it up. But like it was like finally I went and got an X-ray. And yeah. They're like, no, yeah, you fractured. It's gonna take like eight to twelve weeks. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. It's like, a lot. But like I feel like, wait, is this like what it's like to be an old person now? Like I fucking fall and I'm out for eight to twelve weeks. You're old. Like you're old, man. but she doubled up, right? You heard it, and then you slammed yeah. it. So, like right? the first time I fell, I got off a dining room table chair. Like we're just at the dining room table. My foot was asleep. Put it right on a fucking train, and it was like a cartoon video. Leg up, <laughs> fell straight on my ass, and I knew I heard it then. But I just kept pushing through. I was like, because I know there's nothing they can do. Like everyone's like, they can't help you. Like yeah. just go through it. And then Saturday, we were at the pool at my grandma's house, and. She's got this bridge that the kids jump off of and Keegan gets really scared. So I quote, catch him. He just like jumps into my arms and I let the water kind of take us back. Yeah. Well, he took me back his weight all the way to the step and the step hit my tailbone again. So hardcore. It was like white lights flashed. <laughs> and I looked at my mom and my mom's even said, she's like, I haven't seen that look in your eyes except for when you were pushing those kids out when you're like, that kind of pain yeah. of just trying to push through it. And I was like, I knew right then I was like, Oh, if I, if it wasn't broken, it's broken now. Like <laughs> my grandma was like, what happened to Colleen? I'm like, well, I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's good. The whole family's like, did you just break your tailbone? I'm like, I think I did. Wow. Dang, man. That's yeah. heavy. So T, how you doing, man? Great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it going. Yeah. Busy day. Mm hmm. Cool. Cool. Uh, got something to tell you. Tell me. Uh, you're a collector. You like to collect things. I guess I do. Uh, you collect musical instruments mainly, right? Like old vintage and things yeah. like that as well, a little bit. Uh, I always tell my mother she's uh, you know, up in Kentucky and she uh, go, likes going to estate sales. And uh, I'm always telling her to look out for things. So if you ever have anything you want me to tell her to look out for, she's really all right. So all this time, yeah, I usually tell her to look out for comic books, right? And uh, if you can find some good comics at an estate sale, like some old 70s and 80s, you know, older comics, uh, they can be worth a lot of money. And she's gone out a few times. She's uh, spent maybe 40 bucks buying like, 10, 15 comics, you know, and send them to me. And I've been able to flip them for a little bit of profit, you know, on eBay. Uh, but nothing crazy. Uh, she calls me this morning and she's like, Hey, uh, and I was kind of a little busy at work. You know, I was kind of multitasking. And she's like, hey, check your phone. I sent you some pictures or some comics. And she hasn't been estate sailing since COVID, you know, so it's kind of coming back, you know, and Kentucky's warming up now, you know. Everybody's out shopping. Uh, she goes, look at these comics. And I was like, look at them. I mean, how much? And I'm like, they look in really good shape. $2 a piece. I'm like, how much you got to spend? She's probably 150 bucks total for everything. I'm like, yeah, just go ahead and buy them. You know, I think we can make some money off of that. She's like, cool, man. She's like, this kid behind me is just staring at me like he wants to take these comics. She punched him in the face. No, she, <laughs> she didn't punch him. I told her to. I said, punch him, elbow him. You know, she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Jesus. But like, she put a couple comics down that had like ripped covers and stuff. And I guess the kid just picked them up real quick. Like he want because he wanted what was in her hand. So I'm like, she's like, when I get home, I'm going to go look on uh, eBay, and I want to see what they're worth. She starts sending me these photographs of uh, of comics. The first one, it's hilarious. It's, uh, here it is. Uh, 
Conan the Barbarian number 21 uh, from 1972. It's going for $1,200 on eBay. Holy. Uh, she's Whoa. got another Conan here that was $400. Here's the number 16. That's $1,540. Wow. Here's uh, this Miracle comic, $145. Uh, these other Conans, uh, $120. She has like twelve thousand dollars worth of comics like, that she's looked up already, and this happened today. She called me up fifteen these? times. Like, who's buying these comics for that much, and why? All the collectors. Like, but okay, so you guys are collectors. So, what do you get? Like from, like I, I get. I mean, maybe because I don't, I don't collect things. I have a few things that are like mm. I think totally worth saving, but like when you collect a bunch of like the comic books and stuff, like. Our, is it just knowing that you have it makes you feel good or something? Our family, well, you, you become a fan. Like I don't know if it's more of a boy. Like I think it's a girl thing too because like my mom, we were always baseball card, basketball card collectors, and then I was in comic books as a kid. My mom, my mother would get in. She got into the Beanie Baby craze, thinking that she was going to invest and make all this money on them. At one point, she loves crafting and making things and then trying to sell them, like having an Etsy store, mm-hmm. things like that. So she, she used to go. She used to go uh, make these bears and put uh, put them in these wicker chairs and then lace them all up and stuff. Because these bears would go at these little uh, uh, flea markets for like fifty, sixty, seventy bucks, and she's like, I can make that for like ten or twelve dollars. You know, go over to like your little what's your nursery stores, uh, like Michaels or man, that sounds some, like something I some, find in Cracker Barrel. Like a craft honestly. store, like those <laughs> crafting stores, you know, where you buy all these craft, like uh, oh, yeah. Hobby Lobby, Hobby Lobby. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Joanne's, yeah. Michaels. Yeah, I, I go to all of them all, <laughs> all the time. There was yeah. one in Kentucky, in particular, I'm that girl. I remember she went to <laughs> Frank's or something, someplace, and uh, she'd get into it. She got so mad at me one time. She uh, Benjamin Franklin. She made I'm sure. all these bears, <laughs> and it was like forty or fifty dollars to to rent a booth at this thing. I'm like eleven or twelve. I'm like, I'm gonna bring my baseball cards. She's like, All right, just stay out of my way because I'm gonna be making sales. You know, she's all about it. And I got my little thing of cards over here that I'll set up and I put my prices on everything. And <laughs> she sold nothing the whole day. I sold hundred nineteen dollars. <laughs> it was like over a hundred. She's yeah. like, You're buying the you're buying the booth. <laughs> Oh fine. I still made fifty dollars. <laughs> so, how, how long have you guys been doing that? Uh, she's we. I mean, the comic thing. We've only kind of had this happen like a few times now, three or four times. That have she bought anything? But uh, you've been collecting since. Oh yeah, like when like, I go up there too, I always go to the comic stores up there and go dive in the bins and look because there's always stuff that people don't realize. Hey, that's you know a Netflix series now. <laughs> And you got it in your dollar ninety nine bin, and that comic's worth one hundred and fifty dollars now. Hmm. And here's where I'm going to answer your question here. Just giving, yeah. Uh, people when when they create comic books, like when Stan Lee and Marvel and all that started making their comic books early on, uh, it, it wasn't until later to where they were making a million issues or a million comics or something or a hundred thousand copies or something. They'd have maybe a five thousand, you know, ten thousand, fifty thousand copies of some of these comics. Uh, that they would release. And when they got sold out, they're hard to get. And if you're a fan and you like to read, you know, cause back then, you know, when comics were out, you had some basic black and white television, you know, and you had your comic books, you know, and your, uh, you know, your uh, newspaper, you had your little funnies and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, that was storytelling back then. That yeah. was the equivalent of HBO. Oh, back all then. day. Yeah. 
in those stores, people would read that comic and go to the gas station, wherever the comic you know was, and buy that. But like now, to read that story and and talk about it with their friends. But now, so you got these comic books, right? And you're talking about reading them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people that collect them don't want to read them or play with them or whatever the intended purpose of it is. They just want to have it so yep. and keep it perfect so they can resell it. What they do is they buy really multiple that, copies. I'm like, Man, it's like buying a toy and like you can't play with it. So here's what like, they do. Oh. Here, here's the trick. You buy multiple copies. So like if a comic backed in 25 cents or whatever, you buy two or three of them, take two of them, you know, one, however many you wanted to buy and put them in the plastic sleeve and close them up and never open them again so the pages stay white, they don't fade, you know, it stays in good shape, holds its value, and then you have a reader copy. You yeah, but well, that's if you, you know, can find two copies, a reader copy. Like, if you're mo- talking about these old rare things. Well, back like, in the day when you went to comic stores, they'd have like 10 or 15, you know, like just yeah. like a newspaper. Every week that issue would come out, and there'd be 15 of them, you know, so you would just go, unless you were there buying the last copy. Yeah. But... uh yeah, so they didn't have a lot of them. And back then there was uh, uh, Jughead Comics. You had Dennis the Menace. You had uh, uh, everything from the Disney era, you know, Disney and yeah. Woody Woodpecker. They had all their stuff. And now all that stuff's back. And uh, you can find them cheap and people, eBay's where it's at. Like, you know how people buy shoes? Mm-hmm. And shoes are all crazy on eBay. Comics are as crazy or more. Yeah. It's nuts. I only know what I know from Big Bang Theory (laughs) (laughs) and the guys in the comic book shop. I mean, it helped me get the down payment for this house. That's insane. I I wasn't really good at investing back then. Yeah, you've been talking about this since I've known you. Yeah. It's not just comics. Like, you do a lot of the Legos that, well, Charlie did the Legos. Charlie's all about the Star Wars. Yeah. All the Legos. He knows, like, he's in groups where they're, like, in depth. Like, they're going in and talking about, if you look at the boot of this uh, Luke Skywalker if you don't see like a little crisp edge on this spot, you know that that's a remake Come and it's a on. fake thing and it's worth less money. Oh yeah, this is crazy. Oh yeah, it's it's intense. Cause you can get you can you can buy like it's scary buying something for a lot of money online. Yeah. So you have to you know the pitchers have to tell the story. If you don't, or if you aren't the right seller, people yeah. won't buy it from you. I would yeah. hope yeah, because I feel like people get ripped off a lot. I used to have a beer can collection. When I was a kid, and there was a, a guy, I remember his name was Poncho, the Gator Trader. And he, yeah, <laughs> he's related to Frank, please. But he was old, okay. um, old school uh, beer can collector. He lived over there off of Fifty. Uh-huh. And I just remember he had all these really old, weird cans. Um, Dude, beer like, cans are va- like people orbit. collect the crap out of those things. Yeah, and they the really old, do. the old Bush can. I remember it was like the Holy Grail to find the one with the. What do you call that when you open it with a can opener? Oh, uh, the glass bottle, the five cent Coke can. The one? can with the like. Uh, like, are we talking like how juicy juice used to be? Like, you'd have to pop the one side and the other side to make it like. Even before that, when it was just a. Uh, oh, forget wow. what you call that. And it had the the bush can had like the side of a snowy mountain and little houses like they're in there, warm by the fire. Like the little like the little Coke can. Oh, I'm looking this up. Yeah, it's wow. cool. I, I got over there up there some shack. Pepsi bottles from back when Shaq was with the Magic back in the day. And I showed you the Coke bottles from uh, Titusville's Coke plant. That's right, you did. Old school. Yeah, man. I got uh, a collection of their homemade ores. Did you see them in my place? I don't know if I did. They're from when everybody left. Is that what you're talking about? Likely. Is it got the houses on the side? 
And then they got the one with the, you got the red rings. They got the oh, two. How much is it for sale for? Two blue rings. $8. Tab top. It's open, mm. obviously. <laughs> so they're, they're Cuban. There was a Cuban, an exodus from Cuba a while okay. back, maybe in the, what was it, the late 90s or early 2000s. Anyways, a bunch of these really cool looking like DIY, you know, it was a bed post. Now it's a paddle and they paddled, you know, for their wow. life. Yeah, it's pretty, they're gnarly when Here you see is. them. Those oh, are... this is it. That's it's got... crazy. It's got the houses on the side. This thing is, that can is $25 and it's rusted. Yep. Wow. I was in the ditches of Titusville looking for them. No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, you we were about You found one it. in the ditches of Titusville? Yeah, we found, yeah, we used to be like, we used to scour you know? Wow, that's crazy! I never even thought about old beer cans like that. Yeah. Uh, look at look at the uh, American to, Pickers. Yeah, you used you know? to I never get, watch shows like that though. Oh yeah, you couldn't get Coors here. You know when you when I was a kid because it could what it couldn't go across the state line. Smoking the Bandit and all yeah, that PBRs, a rando PBR ever. Yeah. Yeah, my uncle drank them warm. Yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. god, got the big Schlitz like that. Stop. Yeah, the bull. Yeah, man. When we were getting out of high school, man, we'd always say, give me the bull, man. Give me the bull. <laughs> 32 ounce. <laughs> drink the whole thing, man. You mean after you were <laughs> out of high of, school? I drink one and a half of them. Yeah, man. right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Totally I underage. Was, I was good the time. Um, okay, what else we got to talk about? Uh, we have uh, Disney. You guys have been going to Disney. Yeah. And uh, Disney... I was watching a news thing. Their uh, prices are dropping. Uh, I guess people aren't going. Uh, Bob Iger, you know, he's the CEO again of mm -hmm. Disney. He's saying that uh, parks are, uh, they're starting to take too much money from their patrons inside parks. I mean, if you go to a park, if you're like coming from another country, you're spending four or five grand, you know, for four yeah. or five days, you know, going to all the parks and, and paying for everything. And they're, they're going to start cutting prices. Yeah, to well, make it more, we're uh, able to get part, uh, the passes because he brought back the passes and lowered the prices. It, it's honestly right now it is better than it was before for us. Okay, because I, I don't even know how to say it. Like for the one time having a child with a disability, this their disability pass system has made it to where like we as a family can go somewhere mm -hmm. and literally we have a great time. Yeah, like. It, it, it makes so much of a difference because like we can't really go other places like we try to go bowling it's they're disturbing everybody around you know they they can't sit still but it's like we go into disney they blend in and we're not stuck in a line for hours to where they will literally have meltdowns and freakouts and yeah you know the self-harm starts because it's like you just can hop from ride to ride and and have a blast we, yeah so, like, so i feel guilty sometimes but i'm like like, you guys have no idea what I deal with at home all the time. Let us enjoy this as a right. family right now. Please. A answer this for me. Yeah. Could you ever see Thad? At we don't know this answer yet. Okay. But look over. Has, do you think he's ever been to Disney? Do you yes. Think, do you think he's a Disney fan? Like, where he'd just, like, be all about going to the like park and ride rides? I feel like he would be an Animal Kingdom fan or an Epcot fan. Okay, okay. Let's... Because Epcot has uh, the land, right? Yep. And you've been in the... The living with the land and you ride in there. You have you not been to Disney? He's like a caveman no, no, in the land. I, I, they I have been, a greenhouse yeah. that you ride through, and it shows you them growing all of these different fruits and vegetables, all with like Mickey mm -hmm. shapes and stuff. It's it's very hippie thadish. Epcot is your land. <laughs> Thadish. Epcot is like Thad's it. land. Okay. Like he, 
that or well, maybe let's ask this gentleman so it's i cannot that. picture my magic kingdom he'd be have miserable. you ever been to disney yes okay have you been a frequent customer of disney ever or is it just like once ever well when i when i was a kid you know okay. uh, we used to go like as a family and and mm-hmm. i would always want to like ride space mountain or excuse me see someone get their head popped off in the carousel of progress just kidding (laughs) you know how the room moves yeah (laughs) she was just on that this weekend so yeah i went for the roller coasters and i did river country for a little bit and i seen shalimar grad night doing the moonwalk that was cool and um grad night man had fun yeah it's a it's a great place to to have fun yeah you know who was that your grad night shalimar I don't know who that is. And so was it the guy that sang eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh, Jenny like Two Tone. I like yeah. that. Or Tommy Two Tone. Is it? You know who's that mine? No. Backstreet Boys and Real Big Fish. <laughs> Neat. I don't remember. It was awesome. That's cool. Like Real Big Fish was there. Really? Yeah. It's That's like, pretty awesome. When I go see him now, I'm like, I can't believe I saw you when I was like. And you went years to old. the concert. You weren't running around with all your friends. Like no. So my friends went to see Backstreet Boys, and me and okay. Lauren snuck off to go see Real Big Fish. Nice. Like the rest of our group of friends are all about the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Didn't I just see them on that one movie, This Is The End? I think so. Who? Backstreet Boys? Yeah, ba- at the yeah. end. Yeah, This Is The End. Yeah. That's the best part, too. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So, Thad, you've only been to Magic Kingdom? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. We, um, when uh, me and the kids for like f- uh, three years had passes, and we'd go do all the parks. Wait, it I, was a great time. Sorry. I, I've been to Typhoon Lagoon a bunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. oh, yeah Typhoon yeah. Lagoon. That, that, I think we actually we used our passes more on the summer because I had the kids uh, 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 for the the summer on the weekends. So every weekend we'd go out and hit Blizzard Beach the one day. Yeah. The next day we'd go and hit Typhoon Lagoon, and then after we'd hit those, if we were still feeling froggy, we'd run over and hit Park Up, uh, try to get a fast pass or something, you know, and hit it up yeah. before we came home. And it was great. It was worth every penny. It, uh, the the wave pools, like Typhoon Lagoon, it's a blast, man. Yeah, watching like all of these kids trying to body surf waves, body surfing waves into people, yes. and people are like crashing, and like you'd go lay down, get real low. If you opened your eyes, you'd see it like all these people just going over top of you. We'd always go way outside. Okay, let's let's bring this back now. Typhoon Lagoon, the wave pool. Do y'all remember when the bands like I'm sure Low Pressure got to go and surf the wave pool oh, on you? their surfboards? They would like open up. You guys knew some, somebody knew somebody because like Indium used to do it a lot, and they'd yeah. go out there and they would surf at the wave pool. Wow. I remember one time Ben was singing a fucking Faith in a nun's outfit yeah, at I one of these that. type of lagoon parties. <laughs> yeah, like he got up there and he's like, "I guess I will be nice." He's <laughs> like total Limp Bizkit style Faith. Yeah, like that's how long ago it was, but that was so cool because I'd watch all the yeah. guys like in their surfboards, boom, surfing, surfing. It was, it was so badass. Wow. Did you do that? I did. Yeah. yeah, we got to. I'm I'm hearing it. It's the dogs. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Al, I think Allie just got here, or Andre just dropping her off. Stuck in a wolf trap. Oh. Is that what it is? Totally. So yeah, we got we got to surf, and I think we played. Yeah, we played a couple times, but it's cool to rent it with your buddies. You know, when you get like I forget how many people, and you, you know, you get the split the ways between you know one direction and the other and everybody gets if there's not too many people you you can get like stay pretty busy so how was it surfing that compared to surfing in the ocean it was it was fun and it was cool for like it was if it was flat you know and 
and if you had like a if you could surf really good like i can't but you know or if you had a, a board that that groveled you know but um i'd be afraid to like hit the cement or something like yeah you could hit the cement like it, you can definitely hit it I, I surfed that wave pool in waco texas and we're supposed to get one up in smyrna what it's like the real deal really yeah yeah oh i didn't know about this Mm-hmm. Man, I'd love to go and just watch that. It's cool. Like, watch people surf that stuff. Yeah. It'd be fun. Because, like, I mean, you can watch people still surf in the ocean, but to surf a wave pool and see what people really can do. Yeah. It'd be fun. It's cool. Because I bet neat. they can do cool stuff in a controlled environment like that. They got a really cool one in Brazil. It's long. And um, they got another one, Aki's pool, I guess. The with the with It's got the plunger. Have you seen the don't? It's like a. A, it's like a plunger out in the middle of a, a lake. No. It's really cool. And it's, uh, oh yeah, man, it's, I gotta look at this. It's really neat. Wave pools. Is it called Surf Lakes? Maybe. Well, I remember a long ass time ago, I thought, I don't know what surfer it was, was trying to be able to bring waves to people in the middle of the country and trying to, like, when they were developing these wave pool ideas and, like, ways to make yeah. lakes have waves that are somewhat similar to what I guess we take for granted. They, here. they got one coming up in the um, Palm Springs, and uh, John Carr just told me they that he met some Mormons that are trying to get one going in Arkansas, and maybe there's one going up in Tennessee. See, now that'd be yeah. cool, right? It would be it's, bad. You, building them in Florida is kind of weird. <laughs> Why we got warm weather all year? That's you know? true. And we, awesome we also have, have real waves, locally, wouldn't it? <laughs> but wouldn't it be so awesome to have one here locally? Oh, like in Titusville, like, or a, like a surf, you know, wave pool. Yeah. Yeah. You just go if you didn't surf or whatever. You just go sit and watch people do. Well, that's what I was telling. Like I would love to just watch people. Be like an event thing. Yeah, totally. Oh my god, that would be really cool. Yeah, maybe go get pummeled a little bit. (laughs) Oh man, I would wipe out like immediately, like just from the pure like fear of everyone watching me. I would fuck it out. That's what's weird when the it make when you're paddling for a wave and it makes all this big noise and you're the guy and you you don't want to like paddle and not get it and blow a wave. You know, it's kind of. Oh, like at the wave pool, like when everyone's watching you? Yeah, it's like it's your turn. You wipe out at a wave pool, man. Everybody sees it, right? Yeah, I just didn't want to waste the wave. I definitely wiped out, and but I wasn't trying to. um, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to snap no bones. So you thought like you thought that everybody else would think that you wasted a wave too? Well, yeah, (laughs) you kind of don't want to. Yeah, wasted a wave. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's kind of like dropping guy. a beer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's weird. There's currents and stuff, and it's kind of loud, you know, and you know it's coming. You're like, man, am I in the right spot? I, I it, it looked so intimidating. Like, I had so much respect for anybody that even got up there to try it. Because, like, like I, it just seemed like you could actually really get hurt because you see the barriers around you. On, only where it's shallow inside, mostly. Yeah. But How deep is it? You guys keep talking. I got to go to the bathroom. Okay. So bad. How deep does the deep end get? It, well, the deep end's plenty deep. Yeah. And uh but the the end of the wave is where you could, you know, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. stepped off and didn't know it was shallow. I can't believe I just remembered that typhoon lagoon shit. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. I only got to go a couple times. Like that's where I really got to know um Jessica Algira and Lauren Zimmerman. Okay. Dude. Yeah. I got to be so close with them back in those days. That Neat. was like it's like the first time of because I went to Titusville High, getting to meet everybody that hung out astronaut, like not like I didn't like them. I just never hung out with astronaut kids because I didn't know anybody besides people I played soccer against. And, uh, yeah, that was good times, man. Was that you said Indian played there? Yeah, yeah, because I remember because Lauren, my best friend Lauren Chang, was dating Chris at the time, Preso. So, like, we just basically went wherever he was at and 
you know, me and then Jessica and Lauren and just ended up all hanging out all the time. So many good times with Indium. Yeah. Did you, I remember they like went on tour one time, right? Yeah. We, Did you guys go with them? <clears throat> we, uh, our record company, you know, facilitated it and it was the um, East Coast leg of the um, Fanning the Fire uh, video tour, which is Mick Fanning. It was like his, he's a three-time world champ from Australia, and it was his breakout video, and Indium scored a track on that, and so we coordinated with, I think it was like Rip Curl and, and some other companies, but yeah, we got to do a little a deal up the coast, you know? Yeah. It was cool, and we got to show the video and, and jam out and hang out. Yeah. It's like these little like memories keep coming back every time you're around that bring me back to like that time in my life. It's, it was like probably one of the most fun times of my life. Cause like it wasn't 21. Yeah. Then, it was like 18 or 19 right out of high school. You're just trying to figure shit out. And like, it was with the coolest people. Like I, I locked out for real. You just made me think of Mike junkie. Remember him? Oh my God. Mike junkie. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Shout was out. that his real name? Yeah. Yeah. So funny to have a last name like Chunky. I still don't want to believe that that's. He's a funny guy. Is he still around? Yeah, I think he's uh, all familyed up and maybe with some kids and doing well. And so their kids' last names are Chunky. Yeah, they're all junkies. I don't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> so many people. How about Alan Tedder? Did you know Alan Tedder? I don't think so. I don't know why he came to mind, but Alan left us early. Hat tip to Alan, but I was just. When I sent that, you asked me, somebody asked me about the suggestions. I said a hat tip for someone that moved on early. Uh, Alan Tedder was that guy. He's from here. Okay. I don't know why I thought of him, but he uh, he gave me a tape before he passed. And he said that uh, throwing it down at this one party is a big party. You know, it was like a, it was a lot of people. I don't know how many people, like maybe 5,000 or whatever. Jesus. And he said it was the best moment of his life. Oh yeah. man. Shout out. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. It must have been so different from your viewpoint too and mine. Cause like you were older, like, and just how you were at a different phase of your life and me just like, it's like kid. Oh my God. But I, this. My but friend's playing a band. I don't remember you guys as like kids. Like when I look at the pictures of Ryan, you know, yeah. and, and everybody, I like, like, damn, they look like fresh out of high school. I guess they were. We were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. Ryan. I remember so Ryan worked at Publix with me. And it was like me, me and Ryan, his sister Michelle. Yeah. Uh you remember Jonathan? Um we called him uh, J five. Jonathan yep. Hedrick. Yeah. Okay, so we all would hang out together and I remember we'd get off of work and Ryan and Jonathan would prank call people all night long and they would both just like take pages of the phone book. And just start reading them to like people all night long, and like, it was just such innocent fun. We did the same thing. Like everybody, I think did right when you were a kid that age. Uh, yeah, dang, I did a lot more shenanigans with a harder edge, but yeah, (laughs) we all did. (laughs) You do prank calls though, man. Oh yeah, we took it way too far. I Ryan would take them far too. I I can believe how much some sometimes I'd watch guys take these. Like I remember Jonathan had this lady on the phone trying to save him with Jesus. And, like, he just had her going for, like, an hour. Him and Ryan switching off back and forth. <laughs> Daddy beats me! Like, oh. And, like, yeah. never, never let it go. And, like, these people would stay on the phone. Do you do all remember uh, collect calls when you, right? Oh, yeah. So we used to do a thing where we'd 
dial a random number and be like, collect call from somebody. Did you accept the charges? And be, thank you. And then act like a different person. I didn't accept these charges. And, <laughs> and it'd be like, hey, man, it's me, bro. You remember? Yeah. The stupid stuff. I remember you used to do that to just get, hey, mom's calling Nancy's phone or whatever. It's like you hang up real quick. Or the, or the, the trick where you double click it and you could still hear, right? Was there? Yeah. We call it like story, like, hey, uh, uh, you got tulips? Do you plant them? Do you plant tulips anywhere? Your refrigerator running? All that, Can yeah. Can catch it? <laughs> uh, we had uh, 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 Matt, uh, my friend Matt, he used to go, uh, he'd call up and go, hey, you got jobs? You got a job up there? How much are your jobs? How much do they cost? <laughs> like, what do you mean how much does it cost? Like, just how much does a job cost? <laughs> you got to pay for the job or is it just you get the job? Like, how do I get the job? Well, you got to fill out an application. Okay, uh, I don't have a car. Uh, can you all pick me up for this job? And can you bring me an application? Like, I'll give you my address, and it would just turn into, he would just see how long he can keep on the hook for. Till they boil. Oh, man. Okay. And, and then, you got ribs? How much for just one rib? <laughs> Remember, I'm going to get you, sucker. It's Chris Rock's first scene in a movie of all time. <laughs> no. Really? He goes into this barbecue place. He's I remember that. Like, hey, man, you got some ribs? He's like, yeah, I got ribs. How much for a rack? He's like, I think seven ninety nine or twelve ninety nine. Like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, how much for just one rib? He goes, one rib. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, one rib. He's like, yeah, one rib, man. He's like, I'm a little guy, and they're all arguing back and forth. And he's like, all right, just dollar or whatever. He's like, okay, okay. You got water? You got a drink? You know how much? And he's like, uh, can I just like knock at the cup and just put my head underneath the fountain? And he's like, no, nah, man. He gets him out of here. And Goes to bring him up and he's like, "You got change for a hundred? <laughs> Pulls oh. out like a wad of cash, you know." This is what Fat so Chris Rock's first special. Yeah, it was no, it was a, a movie called "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker." Oh, okay. And he was uh, that was his first acting role in that movie, and uh, it was one of my favorite movies, man. So we, we would call up all the rib places around here. No, and ask, ask him how much for you one rib. You were that guy. You're that oh guy. God. <laughs> you wonder if they're like a. Fucking movie! I could never hold it. I'd start giggling, man. Matt, he could he could go for forever. He could sit there and talk forever, man. We'd be cry laughing. No joke. That was so much fun. Wow, yeah, we we did some stuff, huh? We did, man. Get a few check marks. Kids so, nowadays to, never gonna uh, know. Sorry to run out. I got a kidney stone thing going on, so it's like kind of having to run to the bathroom a little kidney bit. Kidney stone, oh, man. It's been a while. Yeah. We've talked about yeah. the kidney stones. The pain from the medieval Mr. torture. Yeah. yeah. It's got a little something happening, I think. Well, you want to take a break real quick? Uh, yeah. Might as well. All right. Cool. Get a little right. regrouping. Cool. Hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah. I want to know who this is right now. What the fuck are you calling my phone? Who the fuck are you? Let me ask you a question. Why are you calling my girlfriend in the middle of the night? Fuck you, motherfucker. Who the fuck is this? Don't make excuses, boy. You tell me who you are. I'll fuck you up, motherfucker. Don't deny it, boy. You there? I'm motherfucking here, bitch. Get the fuck on. Come on. Who are you? Stop yapping and listen. You You call me. Tell me the truth right now. You got five motherfucking seconds. Don't tell me what I'm talking talking about. I am so angry right now. You are getting me frustrated. You there? Yeah, motherfucker. Come on. 
Chad fucking Cook. How long this been going on between you and her? Fucking dude, I'm. Oh, oh, oh. Where you at? Where you at? You've been knowing what's going on. No Where are you at, motherfucker? Where you at, Mal? Huh? Can't get the bat off your shoulder? Pussy. Sideways. How long? How much yeah. did we already record? I feel like we recorded a lot. We got about 30, 30 minutes worth Okay. Stuff. All right, good. So, uh, we, dude, we got like 15 in us, you know? We don't have to. Um... Exotic food, you know? I don't really like exotic foods. We can talk about the fact that I don't eat exotic food. What does that mean? Because I. I... I thought about that too. Exotic like foods. I, something that's not normal. So I'm gonna. I thought about that, and I'm gonna go ahead and say, you know, the little, the little, uh, the donut shells that dig in the beach when the waves wash back, the little bitty ones. Okay. My pops used to be like peel them open and then, <gasps> and so we did that. I remember hearing people did that. I didn't know people really did that. That's one of my, I guess, exotics. Well, you are. Yeah, we can talk about your adventures and that because I am not right, adventurous with food. For for the last part, yeah, we have. Uh, I do want to talk about that app. I want to bring that up to you guys and give you a perspective because it's kind of a somewhat current topic situation. What app? Uh, I'll tell you about it. It's nothing. Okay. But you said that app as if we already uh, knew. Oh, it's, it's on segment <laughs> dose of the of the report, sir. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm I'm negligent. Scott, ideas. Someone make it app for a day labor idea helping americans and immigrants get a day working a legal orderly way uh i'll tell you more about it but uh, okay. something that's kind of happening in business right now okay. and in what we're doing so i do want to talk about that a little bit neat, neat. um uh, other than that man i don't like favorite three months out of the year sounds kind of fun yeah you know florida because you know we're coming into the summer yeah um uh who's up who's up Three months. Yeah. In, what, in when and why? Reports or anything like that, you know? Or oh yeah, I got a nugget for you. So nugget us up at that time. Okay. Okay. You know. Uh. Then we can kind of end it. Prepare with hurricane season or something. Then we're out. I think we probably have fifteen minutes within that. I, I just mean, January and February March are the only tolerable months in Florida. Are you kidding? <laughs> Am I not right? It's so fucking hot. You know. Uh, All right, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that because, like, yeah. I have more reasons for liking those three months, but that's just those are the prime, you know, months yeah. where you can be outside and not get bit by all kind of bugs yeah. and all the just all the slop that's going on now. You don't gotta sweat it, and you don't have that film on you like you got now. <laughs> yeah, you are not. All right, yeah, I agree. That. Well, you know, let's just say we're back, uh, guys. <laughs> we've been talking about something, and you just came back and you said uh, you're okay. Top three months of living in Florida. Okay. You just said January, February, March. Yeah, because everything else is pretty much intolerable. Like like weather-wise, heat-wise. Least like, amount of mosquitoes? Yeah. It's like, it's like I just know that in January, once that weather drops and the humidity drops, everybody's attitudes are so different. Everything seems peaceful. Like, Because, man, in summertime, people in Florida are on edge. You got your hurricanes. You got every day feeling like the second you walk outside... You're Screaming fucking hot. drenched. Yep. And it's like, then you got mosquitoes at night. It's like, no matter how much time I want to spend with the kids outside, it's intolerable. And yeah. then as soon as the sun goes down, you got the mosquitoes coming at you. So it's like, oh. And, and the no ems Oh, the no ems are so And the Chagas beetles. Yep. Cone nose bloodsuckers. The yes. horse flies. The deer flies. The horse, horse flies. flies. Oh, my God. 
It's just like the, all, there's wasp and all the yellow jackets, and they're all just everywhere, all around you. Paper wasp. Yeah, those are bad. February, March, pretty yep. damn nice down yeah. here. Because as cold as it might get, ain't nowhere near. The cold and nights it's not in even Florida that long. are about it's as a, good as it gets. How many days does it stay cold? Really, like in a row, like four. Yeah, like hardly. When I was the know. last time you remember a long ass time? We haven't it was had cold a three or four day streak. I don't think in a little while now. It seems. I'm kind of digging it though. I, I like the winter we had. You know, we got yeah. to wear jackets and pants. And this stuff. was a nice winter. So, so T, yeah. what's your favorite three months of the year in Florida? I have to say April is one of them. Okay. Because it's like California weather. Yep. You know, and uh, starting out to the beach, water's warming up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. Just a lot of sun and low humidity. I like um, I like. I like November, you know, because okay. uh, especially when we get the, the little Indian summer right before it, you know, yeah. the first cold front and it's at last. Everything's still warm, but it's not as much of a bug fest. Yep. And then I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, pick January, February, whatever. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Pretty much. It ain't August. Good God. <laughs> That's probably the worst month, I would say. August or September. Yeah. I mean, September, you, it's like it's like fake out. Because everything around you is telling you it's supposed to be cold. Yeah. You know, you got you got your mocha lot or your orange uh, pumpkin spice bullshit getting shoved down your throat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're like, but wait, it doesn't feel like yeah. I should be drinking that shit now. But everywhere else in the country is like. <laughs> yeah, they're getting cold fronts and yeah. we're still yeah. sloppy. Yeah, I'm going to say give me May, like this last month. Yeah, that's perfect. And, and it's just I'm a, just because I'm gardening and everything is kind of just blowing up crazy right now. You're getting a little bit of those rain showers and everything kind of mm-hmm. coming in. I just I like this time of year. Uh, I definitely uh, October November. It's like the holidays. That's like that's your Thanksgiving, your Halloween time. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun here in the neighborhood. It's a lot of fun with the kids. Uh, the weather's getting a little nicer out. You know, you're kind of planning for the end of the year. I, I love November, so I'm with you on that. Uh, it might I might just go right into December then, because I love the end of the year. It's kind of cold. You get like a week, or you get like a few days here and there. January is definitely where it gets colder in February. Mm. You'll start getting some of those little colder months. But, yeah, you give me uh, give me May, middle of summer here in Florida because I love going to the beach at this time. This water's always crystal clear. It's right kind of before you get all the seaweed coming in, that big old plume that comes in every year. Uh, just beautiful out. Everybody's kind of, everything's kind of popping back up, you know. Everything's growing and flowering. And hey, what's Playa Linda looking like right now, the beach? Uh, special tea over here on the... Uh, on the weather report? Well, just... Uh, like, pier-wise, how many piers are open? Like, I hear... I couldn't tell you, but my bro was just out there a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and said it was beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've only seen some pics, and it was, like, crystal clear and nice-looking out okay. there, but I'm not really sure. So, uh... I haven't been out there since need, last year. I need to year. get the surf report up and going. T's usually, he's my encyclopedia... You got some surf knowledge for us? You mean like from what? Well, oh, yeah, I do. I got a little nugget from okay. uh, Arise Ariel. That's uh, okay. on the gram. Uh, Jason, who lives up on a, up in Smyrna, told me that he spoke with uh, maybe one of the rangers or something. That they've been testing the DNA of the shark bites up there at the inlet. And they okay. said, you know, everybody thought forever it's a bunch of bull sharks. And I said, that's a bunch of bull shark. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I, no but they say it's black tips that are the, you know, by and large, the big st- statistic there. Okay. So, so that's what's nipping everybody, the black tips. 
Yeah, yeah. They're when we're when we're fishing, it's usually the black tips and the shovel nose, you know. And they like to leap out of the water and yeah. show you the whole deal and make you go, "Whoa!" Isn't there like a spinner shark as well? Yeah, and, and the spinner will spin into the wave and kind of pop you. Yeah, yeah, it'll wake you up. They're they're kind of known for coming after people, right? I don't know if particularly the spinner is okay, but I've seen. I mean, I saw, I've seen a lot of people get bit, you know, it's, and, and I'm always seeing like black tips the day that, you know, like people you've get witnessed bit. it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw, you've a, seen, like, I've never seen somebody get bit. I've seen, well, you know, if I mean, you, but you're in the water, you, you surf a lot and you're in the water a lot. I so. used to surf like a lot and yeah, everybody, anybody that surfs Florida, they see a lot. There's a little girl, I think in Fort Pierce a couple of days ago, 12 years old, got bit, her and her friend were out in the water and, and she got, I think hit in the stomach and she had to fight it a little bit wow. it did not do the the pullback where it shredded it okay stamped but i've seen i saw darren craig get bit wow i got you know everybody's that surfs florida so when you see it happen like what are your initial like are you calm at first until the situation and then are you like holy, holy shit I, what al- i just see i always yeah i always kick in the same kind of gear you know when you're out there whenever i see like walk on water uh, no, but it's, it's creepy putting your hands in when you got a paddle to the beach, but you know, you can't even see through the water. It's all coffee looking, yeah. but I always, gosh, I, I always get that same feeling. And, and I, I just remember what it feels like. I'm just rocked up and ready to get out and, and, yeah. you know, adrenaline hits you hard as hell, I bet. Yeah. And you're looking at your buddies, make sure that everybody's like making eye contact, except the one guy who's like. Just looking at the horizon is like, man, you know, you get stuck out there with them. That's not cool. You mean like, because you can't help them? Well, yeah, like like in October, you know, I, when the, I know I, yeah. it has to like, I mean, is that what it's like? And like, do you can you sense when one is there? Yeah, I mean, if it's the mullet run, like in October, and you see big packs of them coming through, and you know to get out of the water when it's coming through. But sometimes when it's the random, like it's sharky and it's a you know, maybe it's this time of year. You can't really get a beat on it before it happens all the time. Um, but when you see, the worst thing is when you see something and it starts dogging you and, and trying to, it won't let you be. Those are the worst. Like when you see something and you get to paddle away and you're like, oh, that's a big shark and all that. But when they dog you and they start. So that's happened to you. Yeah. I remember one time we all had to get in a circle and it was, it would pop up inside the circle and it would it would come straight at you and then whop, whip its tail and splash you. And it was, uh, it was freaky. I got upended once with, uh, the day after Ralph Estrada got bit in the eighties, my buddy, mm-hmm. I thought I was, a, I don't know what I was thinking, but you could see the fish in the, the peak of the wave with the sun, the morning sun coming through. And I was like, man, it ain't going to happen again. And, and me and my buddy, we were playing the fool and it, and it come up from underneath me and, and slammed me. It, it, I think it busted my rib or something. You know, I couldn't surf for a little bit. But, but I, I ain't never got bit. This though. circle thing you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So instead of like, hey, there's a shark in the water, everybody get the fuck out. You guys like, we're going to make a circle around that, this? That thing? usually happens, but it was in between us and the beach. And it kind of happened so quick and everybody been seeing it. And the waves were incredible and nobody wanted to go in. Oh, <laughs> and you guys are hardcore. <laughs> everybody goes in and stares wow. at it and talks. And they're like, I man, mean, I'm going people back People go out. out to New No Samara. way. To an area they call Shark Shallows. 
you know, I mean, that's the name of the, it's, the spot. It's gnarly there. Everywhere in Florida is gnarly, but that's a gnarly place. Bo- Wait, both my cousins. New Smyrna. Sharks. What is it? Uh, New Smyrna uh, Inlet. Uh-huh. There's a, you paddle out pretty far, right? Way, way out the back. There's like an outer sandbar, and there's next to that big, deep channel. So it's some big critters. But uh, yeah. Why would some, anybody want to surf out there? Because the waves good are that waves. good? Yeah. Because that's a prehistoric inlet, and it funnels all the power in. It's more consistent than everywhere in Florida. I'm having yeah. way too much anxiety thinking so, about so this my right cousin Chad, It's a lot of anxiety. My cousin Chad. Uh, Have you surfed it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've surfed this? I mean, lots of people have. I it out there one time with my uncle when I was Sounds young. Sounds just like putting yourselves right in danger. They, uh, <laughs> they, um, uh, my cousin Chad got bit there. My cousin Ethan was bit there. They're both in the in the news in New Smyrna, uh, surfing. And it was at the inlet. It gets frisky can up there. Can you see this yeah. this spot? Like, can you watch people surf this, or is it like uh, so far out it's that it's pretty you can't? far out? I mean, you can see you can it. see it on the camera. You can see it from the beach. I got the camera pointing right at it. It's it's yeah. cool. I mean, oh, I'm gonna look at this then. Oh I, yeah, only for the. I mean, <laughs> I gotta see what this. Looks all the like. big sharks at at uh, Sebastian, you know, that come through that inlet, you know. Yeah, people so many down there for years. I mean, guys, I, I play Linda is pretty uh, gnarly. I gotta yeah. admit something to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just like actually saw an inlet for the first time. Like actually saw Sebastian Inlet for the first time like a couple months what? ago. It's beautiful, huh? Yeah. It well, really I've never seen anything like it. And what's crazy is I can't believe like I've just never taken that way. Yeah. That was never I, I never lived in satellite. Like I always stayed Playland at this area was my area. But my husband loves to just drive and like take road trips and day trips. And so we were just driving up the coast and he's like, We're gonna take this and I when I told him I had never seen it inland, he's like, Oh, we're going right now. That's cool. And it was like to see like such calmness right here, and people had their boats mm-hmm. and their kids and stuff here. And then you see the chaos of the waters colliding yeah. Yeah. on the other side of the bridge. You have people fishing, people mm-hmm. go, it's like all of these beach awesome. worlds combining because you have river boats and people like where it. Yeah, people fishing. It was blowing They're trying to get big mind. redfish yeah. out of that thing and big snook out of that thing. It was thing like all big, Florida yeah. right there. Like, yeah. if you liked water, that's your salt things, That's your, because you have this area here, that area there, there all yeah. in one spot. And I never seen it. It's that. very like, cool. I can't believe I've lived in Florida my whole life you, yeah, and never saw this. It's so awesome. And they yeah. got the, the yeah. big sand down there, like Play Linda has. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I noticed that. I, But I, I immediately was fearful because I had my kids with me and everything was to them because they have a lot of like real no sense of danger. So like one of them is scared of everything and the other two are like, I feel like my daughter Quinn would jump right in that water, not even think twice about the fact that like, hey, you just jumped off a fucking bridge or something. But that's what goes on in my head because with kids on the spectrum, I I've seen I've seen things before. So like, I couldn't really enjoy it cause they were there. I'm like, Brent, we're coming back another time so I can like, just take all this in and look at it. Yeah. It's like, a blast. You got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's we're very time. lucky to live here. It really is. Uh, living in Cocoa beach for a few years, Cape Canaveral was really awesome. Uh, just hitting all these inlets up driving, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing I yeah. mean, that we live right here. Watching the boats come in. Yeah. Like some of them got tossed around like they were nothing. We, we were in Cocoa oh. Beach in 2006 and seven, uh, uh, 2005, six ish, back when those, uh, all the big hurricanes were coming through. And uh, what was it? Charlie. There was a real big one. Like, Is that when the, you guys got trapped? We got trapped. Yeah. And, and there was, I forget which one it was, but. Uh, we're we're on Washington Avenue living. That's right by Cherrydown Park. Okay, mm. so that's right there. Yep. Uh, 
where the roads turn in before you get on the you know get on the a1a yeah yeah the, the i know where cherry down is and uh so we'd always stop at tokyo that little that little sushi place right there oh man that's yummy the best. uh during one of the hurricanes uh we're getting a big storm surge uh people are leaving we're on a second story and we're like f- like two streets in from the beach you know and a lot of people are leaving right we're staying and uh we uh that that evening it's like seven eight o'clock it's starting to get dark you know storm surge is coming on you know you're starting to see a lot of the winds and stuff and we're like well let's walk down uh to the beach and let's see let's see how crazy it is and when we walked we started walking and they're 50 60 people you know in ankle to knee deep water depending on where you're standing right on that a1a road not on a1a but on the beach road that parallels a1a all the way down you know all the um i know what you're talking about the one that's yeah yeah i forget what that that name of that road is but it's right at cherry down park that road that just goes yeah, parallel yeah, yeah. all the way down to the yep. pier you know behind yeah. ron john's all yeah, the way yeah, down yeah. uh the water is coming over the the dunes and and flowing into the road right there and people are dancing and just partying and drinking and hanging out. and i freaked out I'm like dude this just started and it's already here so we get back to the place i'm like putting uh a pit like a uh, um bed mattresses on the uh windows windows and everything thinking it's going to be the end of the world and it got crazy I and mean, we lost power for like a week didn't wasn't it the year too that the church spear or the spire like flew off and went back into it the did. church yeah you remember, I remember that? that yeah like because i remember driving through Cocoa beach after yeah. that and there was you could not even see the road the road was all all sand titusville lost power first and then derek and jared tried to drop the my apartment in Cocoa beach because we still had power, and right when they got there, we lost power. Why they left Titusville yeah. to go to Cocoa Beach yeah. in a hurricane? Yeah, and Andre, she Denies. worked at the Grams at Bart. the time. You know the bar Grams down there. Yes, she worked down there at the time. So we like, do y'all have power? They had power, so we drove over there, and we're sitting. And some gr- lady was really drunk there, <laughs> and dancing all by. There's like nobody else there, but like two people, and she came up to like talk to Derek, <laughs> and like try to whisper something in his ear, and then bit his ear. He was oh like, you bit me. <laughs> we just, it was a Mike Tyson show. It was the best, dude. Oh my God. It's like, hey, hot guy. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that year was nuts. It was amazing. And we, we would go to movies. Uh, the movie theater was open. And nobody was going over at Maryland, you know, at uh, Maryland During the Mall. hurricane, the theater was open? Uh, after the hurricane. Like, you know, well, kind of over the next couple of days, you yeah. know, everything calmed down. There was no power. So there was curfews and stuff. We almost got like in trouble because we went and bought like five tickets to movies and just all day long sat in the AC and just watched movies yeah. instead of yeah, of course sitting, she did instead of yeah. sitting in the you know thing. And it was like late. One of the movies was late, and on the way back, they were gonna ready to give us a ticket, and guy was all threatening us and stuff. This cop, and we're like, dude, we we're just at the movies. He's like, no, you weren't. I'm like, I promise you, we were. And I had to show him all my ticket stubs and. That was crazy times, man. You're all like Burt Kreischer with all your tickets. Yeah, totally. All day. All day. Hey, that's another thing. You know about that movie, the documentary, The Machine's coming out soon. You know it is it's coming gonna out. It's going to be in theaters. It is. Do you, do you know Burt Kreischer? Yes. Ben? Yep. I've seen yeah? that. I saw that. We yeah. We have to go see we him. We should go see it. I, I totally would. You want to go see it in the theater? Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go. All right. Seriously. Like, it, it'll have to be like a show, like kind of a later Al- show, Al- so Al- that way I can, yeah, so I can right. have a babysitter, because yeah. I know Brent will 
Oh, he all day long. Go. We got to go do that. Okay. That'd be great. Yeah, and of course, bring Allie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll even uh, send on an invite to some other people. <laughs> we had to. I hope so. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. That would be great. Dad, um, you going to come? Yeah. Oh, yes. dude, you got to. It's great. Um, What else we got? I don't even remember now. So, talking about surfing and... The app. Oh, oh, that's the last thing, and then we're, I think we're done. Okay. Um, do you guys know what's kind of going on right now? Like, yes, with the immigration it's stuff. Yes, Vanderpump Rules had their season finale oh, last right. night. <laughs> <laughs> that last time you were on here, I was trying to explain Vanderpump Rules to you. I remember. I'm wearing my Team Ariana shirt today. <laughs> yeah, you are. The finale are. was last hey, night. Please, no, please, no, 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 no. You go with yours. I'm just kidding. We gotta <laughs> get I, an update here. I think it's so funny to try to explain this shit hear. to people. And like what's you going on? That. What's going no. on right now, Vanderpump? It's you gotta all good. Give it to me. It's all good. No, no, no. You do your thing, because nobody wants to hear about Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, they do. You it's told me they me. do. Whatever. I just found out that likes Legally Blonde. No, all that's true. My that mind. is true. We forgot about that. Scott's that's talking true. about Bend and Snap. Where'd it come oh, from? That man. all quiet. Bend legally and Snap. Benny goes, <laughs> yes. oh, that's Legally Blonde. Like, you answered that so quickly. It was so perfect. So how much do you like this Reese Witherspoon woman? That, that movie is a great movie. It is. It is. It, yeah. is. it really is. Like. She killed it. Yeah. Both of them. Like three, all three of them. Whether <laughs> two or three. Two. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like Miss Congeniality. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. So, um, like, Dad, we talk about food for stuff all the time in our free time. And we're talking about, like, growing all of our produce and farming and gardening and everything. Yeah. Um, like one of the ways we get, you know, and especially in Florida, we get our a uh, uh, lot of laborers is immig- our immigrants, you know, people mm-hmm. that aren't legal sometimes or don't have the status fully, and when they've changed some things up, and uh, uh, we're have we're starting to see some stuff at work where uh, you know stuff is not getting picked in the fields. There, this happened a few years back in Alabama at one point, but uh, it's getting harder and harder uh, to uh, figure out what's gonna fly in today's america when it comes to uh labor and immigration uh you know everybody's battling everybody and uh immigrants are not sure what to do and a lot of them aren't going out into the fields and picking like your watermelons and the things that we all like at this time of year like we're this is our produce season in florida we're like this is when we're the hottest you know this is our hottest shipping market right now and we're not that busy and when we are, the trucks are sitting for multiple days down at these uh, farms because they can't get the work. So our prices of our fruit, if we're gonna, you know, figure out how to to do, th- you know, how to get through all this, it's gonna uh, it's gonna take some effort. Do you think it's because people nowadays don't want to do the heavy kind of labor? Um, I think the labor wants to get done, but uh, we just uh, restricted and put some pretty heavy fines and, and things on uh, the corporations if you use any immigration. Uh, I don't know the the bill in detail that they just put into place, uh, but it's it's bad. Well, where's everybody working then? Instead of doing that to make a lot of people aren't working, you know, especially your 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 immigrants. Um, I I couldn't tell you. I don't know the the deep. I haven't like deep you know dived this enough yet. I, I guess I'm kind of trying to give you guys a background real quick before I give you yeah, my yeah. idea. Okay. On how to like fix this kind of stuff. Because uh, uh, this the day labor, like we're all talking about it at work. Yeah, like Stan has a customer and can't get corn picked up. And we're all sitting there trying to pressure this shipper and say, hey, when can we get this truck? He's been there for eight hours. And the guy went on like a rant, you know, 
to uh, to his employer, to everybody, and it's all uh, you know about what's happening right now. Uh, um, I wish I I need to get the um, the law in front of me to where I can explain it in a better way, and I'll I will do that. But uh, here's my idea. Okay, let's have it. Okay, so you know how there's Uber. You know how there's uh, 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 all these apps for services, for uh, ride sharing, for everything? Why hasn't our country ever created or anybody create, maybe we can or figure this out, like an app that has like, you know, you apply for it as an employer. You're like, I need day labor, you know, and you set your prices like you set up like a marketplace. And like if I'm a farm and I got potatoes I need picked that day and I'm desperate, maybe I'm paying, you know, nine, uh, you know, dollars per pound or per you know whatever that per weight is that uh, that employee or that person can can choose to work or not so you can like post jobs and then as an immigrant when you come across the, the border and you get a status that you are in the country and you need x amount of time to find job or whatever the case may be that you immediately are signed up for uh this kind of app or like a job placement app to where you have a place to where you can go on and say, okay, I see that there's work here, there's work here and here. These are my options that I can go easily go work and have legal status without being freaking out, without having to live in a slum situation or hide from people or be scared of my mm -hmm. daily establishment, you know, and, and let people that have farms and need day labor, whether it's, it, it might not be a farm, it could be anything that needs day labor. You know, you might just be short, you know, uh, an employee somewhere and somebody that uh, could come fill that spot for that day. And it costs, and that's the price that it's going to be that day. So if you don't want to have a daily job, but you, you like moving around a lot and you could use an app like this and still kind of get along. You know what I mean? I, like I feel it. like it would keep more people employed. It would be awesome. And, and we haven't seen any kind of, I never seen any kind of government type of, you know, things that uh, come think in about, and solve problems in that kind like, of Think about way. where you're going with this too. Because, like, yes, that would help in, in those situations, too. But an app, something like that, would help out a lot of other situations. Like, picture, like, even, a, like, at a restaurant, and you're always short on dishwashers or line yeah. cooks or just people to prep stuff. Like, you yeah. know, someone looking for, like, a short-term job that could be taught really quick to find help. Maybe that'll start making it more competitive again. Like, I mean, I just, I worry so much about the restaurant industry from just yeah. being, like, in it and knowing how hard it is just to find hardworking people that don't yeah. expect to be able to be paid to do nothing. Like they want to come in and do nothing and be paid and, and when there's people yeah. out there that I'm sure would love to bust totally. their ass and work, but are not actually able to, it would be nice to actually, and, and it doesn't have to be do. only uh, for immigration, right. but I just feel like it should be integrated to have that feed. Like we all have a, a door dash, you know, for when we want to be lazy and have people deliver stuff to us. Well, as a service, someone's ready to, to put some work out there, man, you know, they can make a good, some good money doing that. Yeah. You know, and that's something that hasn't been out there. You had to be an employee at a Papa John's or a pizza place or delivery service and be employed by somebody. Now you can just click on an app, go jump in your yeah. car, go pick up some food, go deliver it. You make that money, you go home. Uh, that's all done. Uh, you see it with Airbnbs. Like you can buy, you know, a uh, uh, real estate, you can set it up, you can set up as a vacation spot or whatever, and then you rent it out. Boom, simple, easy app. Why don't we see that for jobs? Like you see monster jobs, you see classifieds where you can post jobs, you can do all that. Where's the like the vetting for a job on this side 
and then the vetting the employer in their status, like they pay their bills, like you know what I'm saying? Like they're not gonna do you wrong. Yeah, like their rating. Like, and all that. like I feel like we like live in this corruption on purpose, like by design, when there's so many easy ways to solve these problems. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Man. Jobs need done and people that need the money. Yeah, man. And there's so many that are just came over, right? Because that COVID restriction got lifted. Yeah. So it's like all these people are going to be looking for jobs. And not all, I mean, I bet a majority of them are not bad people yeah. at all. I mean, yeah. like, I can't imagine being in their position and just looking for a safe place to go. Yeah. Like, we all take it for granted oh, yeah. that we were able to raise our children in a safe place. Oh, yeah. Like, and I, I think about it all the time and I look at these poor families and I'm like, Man, like, where do they even start? Yeah. Like, God, it would be nice for them to have something like that. Just to not have to just hope that you meet somebody who is not going to take advantage of you. I mean. I know we don't talk about stuff like this very often. No. And I know uh, I kind of shifted the direction of the whole podcast. Yeah, we'll go from Vanderpump Rules to this. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) I tell you what, at night when I'm going to bed, I, I told you this, I rabbit hole certain things on YouTube. And sometimes it's, like documentaries on how like the seven different times civilizations or like old waves that crack you know all the old history and the old theories of how earth is this and that and the other thing but another thing that you can't stop seeing is uh, just so many people are at odds right you have so many people that like i'm either on this side or on this side of the political scale and these guys are corrupt and these guys are corrupt and we're going to put you to court and put you in jail. We need to like clean house and make uh, things better, right? It's like, well, they don't want us to do that. They just want us to fight with each other. We're fighting at these core issues that we're fighting about who's a better president or who's a better senator or this or uh, what sex you are or where you can go to the bathroom. We're arguing with each other while all these other people are are, are advancing and growing in these other societies. They've got other things that they're folk. We're all sitting here fighting with each other. Yeah. And then we're acting like we're have, you know, everything is colliding and it's like, man, we just need to get better. You know, we need to expect better and not let these motherfuckers use us. <laughs> you know, we're being used and I watch this stuff on TV and it just infuriates me. Yeah. I don't ever, br- I don't ever talk about it or bring it up or any of that kind of crap, yeah. you know, but like the immigration thing and seeing all that going on with all these jobs and people with like job market, this inflation, this, and you know, having a hard time doing this. It's like, it's not that hard, man. Everybody's got a phone now. Everybody's got some kind of, you know, uh, free access to, uh, to some kind of service now. And I don't know, man. We definitely want to see those people that are, I don't know. I don't want to say destitute, but they're not. They don't got much when they come in, or maybe got their kids on their shoulders. Man, they def- like definitely these, could use that. These people that are help. walking from South America because of uh, a, a chance, because because of like gang violence. Uh, you name like hardcore thing, and they're going and riding on these trains and through all of this stuff, and these women and children, they're getting like. We're all sitting there. We need to close up our board. And I ain't saying that we shouldn't be. We should be. Like, I agree. We should have tighter, stronger security. I, I don't I don't have any arguments with any Republican or Democrat on a lot of things. You know, I think a lot of the things that people are scared of, uh, they're rightfully scared of those things. But we're uh, the, the, the reasoning and where we're our direction and our recourse they're wrongly situated. It's like, we're all on the same team here. We're all being fooled by our people. 
You know, it's like these people take money from corporations and then they turn around and become on boards. And what's happening, like what you're seeing going on with like your Trumps and your Bidens and all these laptops and these uh, deals with Ukraine and all these deals with, uh, uh, you know, Trump, all this. Every senator and, 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 and House representative on that on, on, that's been elected who takes money from a private corporation or through a private entity can all be attacked in the exact same way, in a targeted way. So this can just keep going on and on forever and not stop because we there's no accountability. And you have a few people whispering accountability, but those are the freaks and the crazy people that, you know what I mean? Because they're not in the system and they're not taking the, the soup too. Like look at Nancy Pelosi and all the money she, you know, they make in the stock market and, and someone, you know, two people that are terrible, terribly uh, different people. I'm not saying they're bad. They're, they're just different people work together to try to have a bill to stop you being able to invest money. And they're like, no one is even listening to it. They're like, oh, shut up. We want, we're going to, we're in the stock market all day. Like, we're Where do we just it. rabbit hole into? Cause I'm I, starting I'm, to I'm, get I know. Lost. I'm just, I'm totally going like, start talking like Nancy Pelosi. I'm like, go. we got to get off. No, this. we're going, I'm going deep state. It, Plus it just, my butt just fell like, asleep because it's fucking tailbone. Totally. It's Ouch. like all of a sudden it's like, hey, bitch, you remember me? I saw you sitting on squirming over there. Yeah, oh, you, it's just it's so crazy. Like, like, like here, my butt, all these people talk about it, and you sit there and watch all these YouTube videos and all these all this crazy shit, man. Yeah, like, goddamn dude, that's hey, what you watch. Hey, but I watch. but I will say that's why I'm a hate case. I see you uh, helping people out and treating people real good. Yeah, man. So what you're doing is is cool. I mean, yeah, you're it's only one footprint, but it's like, come on, man. Like, it's it, you're not complaining about it. You're like actually trying to think of solutions, which is a lot more than other people do. Yeah. A lot of people just want to bitch and complain and offer nothing up. That's not you. Yeah, I'm on Twitter way too much, man. I watch all this stuff and <laughs> been trying to watch my Magic basketball, you know, because of the draft and lottery and yeah. everything on there, and all it is is just Elon. Everybody's all fighting with each other, man. I saw him bowed up on. I don't know what on TV MSNBC with his yeah they're all just everybody's fighting each other right now man I feel like it's gonna get nasty man I'm not in that fear category like oh my god but it's like Jesus man come on if we get one and a half degrees hotter it could happen with this El Nino cycle right then well don't we though pretty much plan for everything to just go wrong here I mean it could be super hot or super you know, Start dry your, or your just cold weather. El uh, Nino get is ready. Spanish for the Nino. <laughs> Chris and, we're and we're done. And we're done. And it's over. Cherry topper. Dad, thank you. Thank for you. Joining us. Today. Dad, I love it when you're here. I'm glad to be too. here. Yeah, really I dig it. Thank you. You're very welcome. You anything you want to plug? Yeah, but I can't do that on film. That's good. <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm super thankful. On that yeah. note. <laughs> Daisy's in a tube top, screaming from the top of her lungs. This all ends tonight. Daddy's on the floor. He's screaming for more. I said, you're gonna be alright. Daisy's in a tube top, screaming from the top of her lungs. This all ends tonight.
just kill her. Oh, dude, that was awesome. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.